Welcome to Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Crennan, fresh back from visiting the mouse for his 50th anniversary, Sheila Hyland down at Disney. It's episode four already, and we're emanating from 23rd and Vine on East Carson Street. Want to thank Bob, Lou, and Ray. We'll talk more about those guys. But uh, first, Jim, how many times have you been to Disney World? Twelve. I'm a veteran of this. I love Disney World. I'm kind of weird. Because I, I love children. I don't have kids. Never had kids. And and I would always go to this travel agent. And he said, uh, me and this other lady are like we're tied to going to Disney. And I, I beat her at the tie with 12. Because I love going to Disney's great for vacation. Because they have some of the greatest hotels in the world there. The oh. Grand Floridian we would go to. And nice. it was the coolest hotel, spa kind of vibe. So it's wonderful for children but it's also great for adults you know what the big secret is it's really not a place for kids it's, for it's turning for isn't it it's a little both yeah, you gotta have a lot mean. of money too but you do get the quality sheila yeah, how it, was your excursion? it was fabulous and it was mostly adults and actually the little kids looked the most unhappy i mean they were cranky crying you know seriously don't take your kids to disney until they're about 15 well, well maybe 30 uh, you ever, the, the <laughs> most interesting part observation is walking down uh the, the main street of the Magic Kingdom, and you see the parents who have toddlers, and God bless you, you have ch little kids, you, you deserve like badges, it's, it's amazing, they're wonderful blessings, but wow, it's really hard. And, and they're, they all, they're all leaning over like they're the strollers with a drink in their hand. Thank God they introduced alcohol. That's because it's, it's 105 degrees yeah. down, down there usually. Like you gotta drink, I guess, if you're you know, going through that. The parking and all that, it's crazy. Well, in episode four, I want people to know Jim Cren No Restrictions was the genesis of me even being a part of this. So I want to thank you. And a part of Jim Cren No Restrictions is an old friend of mine, too, and a colleague, Paul Alexander. Paul, I've known you. Do I have to like Paul's this to be here? No. Yes. You cannot like oh, this. Oh, yes. Thing. You have to love the mouse. Love the mouse. Come There's on, some Paul. things I've Could said about the mouse that I can't. <laughs> really? I this is family oriented. This well, it's well, you know, I sort of. No restrictions. No restrictions. Well, it's not no filter. restrictions. Oh, filter. <laughs> Ours is no restrictions. Okay. Yes. I've just had a lot of uh, mixed. Really? Yeah. Rough time there. You know, you go. I, I covered a lot of Penn State bowl games. True. Oh, so good point. That stuff was okay. Mm -hmm. And uh, is there a comparison here? Uh, no, it's just a matter of. You know, the, the fast pass and the kids and get them on the oh, rides yeah. and $5 for a bottle of water every five minutes. It's yes. just, it's a lot. You know what's great is lot. if you can, now you have three children, I right? Do. It's It's best if you just take one at a time, just the two of you. That way, What's there's best no. Is to go. You there's know what? No Let's go to Universal. Schedule. Right. You Let's can do go that to Universal. Too. It's you know, the best. Disney has it figured out, though. The Disney Cruise, they have it figured out because they have half the ship where you, you just put the kids in like a daycare kind of thing. You're yeah. right. And the other half, the adults are just partying. They figured it all out. They're that good. Works. They're good that way. Right? But, but you can do that at Disney too with the hotels. I've done it in the they past. They got the same thing. Yeah, I, you, you take the kids to the, the daycare center. They have happy. a blast and you go off and, and there party is one downtown ride Disney. in the Magic Kingdom that will absolutely turn the most sane person insane. 
Which and one? that's that little boat ride. It's a small world. The music. It's that yeah, song. It's in my head. Sing it a thousand times. And then they have those little animatronic dolls. They all look the same, but they have different hats and outfits. And then here's the problem. It's a nightmare. I was so excited, you know, doing one of our radio broadcasts there. Went to the hotel room, pulled back the sheets, and it said, it's a small world after all. <laughs> oh, my. Wow. You were hurt. <laughs> yeah. You were you took, a, you took the song personally. How about, how about this? This is my one memory in Disney that is going to live with me forever. And uh, my girls were young, probably six and four. Hmm. And um, my ex-wife was very nervous about rides. Okay. We get on Splash Mountain. You've been on Splash Mountain? Yes. Mm-hmm. You do that first little, like, oh, yeah. whoo, where they right. take the picture. She hands me the four-year-old and gets off the ride. Gets off. And you hear Smart all this, woman. hey, get, get back I'm on done. the ride, get back on the ride. Out. Off the ride. How'd she get off the I ride? I have no idea. That's still the mystery. Yeah. So for the rest of the day, walking mystery. around this, and people going, yeah, I came here to go to Splash Mountain. It shut down. Some lady, oh. some crazy lady, got off the got got off the ride. Oh, Whoa. that was you. So that's a shutdown move. <laughs> shut it. That's down. That's a complete shutdown move. There, but then she goes on the Tower of Terror, and that's okay. That one scared me. There's a rumor. I don't know if this is true. Do you know you've been to Disney <laughs> many times? Down. Right? No, not many. Three. Three times. Okay, yeah. you've been. To, we've all been to Disney. I've been there. 24 times. I'm double oh, digits. You doubled me. You are the king I, you of Disney. You're the king of the mouse. Yeah, something going on. It's a You're long story. I used to work Disney. in West Palm Beach, and they used to give the DJs like free day and Lair. discounts. You oh, get, like, it really is a small world. You should get like honorary mouse ears or something for that. That's 24 Disney. Did you ever hook up with many? Amazing, no. man. That's tremendous stuff. That is unfiltered. Did you ever have Whoa. dinner in the Magic Castle? I've never gotten in there. Oh. You've never been in the Magic Castle. I've been in, but never dinner. They have the restaurant in there. Oh, I never ate. Did you do you the, the, the breakfast with the characters? Yes, I did. Oh, did it's you kind see of, I'm still having nightmares. Snow yes. White. Still having nightmares of Goofy coming at me with waffles. Oh. It's not easy. No, it is nice. It's really nice. Now, when they do the parade, isn't it like 3 o'clock every day? Yeah, Something well, like that. When, 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 I saw, when I saw the look on my kids' faces when that happened, I'm like, okay, it's okay. It's, it's all been okay. worth it. It's like just for that. But there's two places that work at Disney. Epcot. In the water place. Right. Why? What's the what's the thing that they have at those two places? Food. Alcohol. Alcohol. Yeah, you have alcohol. Oh, yeah. I once, game changer. Yeah. I'm I once, like, I'm okay now. I once drank yeah. in every country. In Epcot. You know, every yeah. country. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Go around Next the world. Come, Switzerland. <laughs> I'm just everywhere. At the same time? Because you know world. there's like 25 of them. I took on the entire world. I took on the entire world one day. You don't think about drunk people leaving one of the Disney parks. It's not nice. Apparently you were one of them. It's not pretty. It's not pretty. (laughs) All right. Well, we invited Paul Alexander because he's working with Jim. Jim No Restrictions. His podcast, the original. But Paul, you're, you're kind of a guy that's done everything, but your heart is really in sports too. You, you have a passion for that. But what I like about how you do sports is you don't couch things. You tell it like it, you think it is. And that separates you from a lot of people because you can report on sports, but there's a difference. There's between a lot of fanboys out there. What you're able to do. A lot of fanboys. Like for example, the other night, the John Gruden story breaks. Mm-hmm. Sidney Crosby was supposed to be the guest at half. He got bumped. He got bumped. And the beat writers to cover the Penguins were upset. They didn't get it. The biggest story that's going to hit the National Football League this year hits. You get bumped. That's what happens. 50,000 emails, and we're just scratching the surface. And a head coach, highly touted, well-known on ESPN Mm -hmm. for many years, John Gruden, resigns. I thought it was one of those fake memes when I first saw it reported on Twitter. I said, John Gruden did resign from the Raiders. He is the Raiders. 
It was more of a I quit, you're fired, I right. quit, you're fired. But well, yeah, he's, yeah. he's, we, we he's done. Now. He's Happened done. Forever. Though. He's done. No, he wrote, if those, and we assume he's taken ownership of some of the emails, just one or two of them would be enough Ooh. to get anybody fired permanently. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah, I mean, this is awful. Yeah. And uh, the climate in which we live right now, which I think now, I mean, that stuff cannot and should not be tolerated. So I'm not apologizing or making any excuses for Gruden, but... Now I think that when people get the, that pound of flesh, who else can we get? Like, don't you get that sense? I well, get that feeling now. Who, who, is there someone else we can get? Adam Schefter of ESPN, well, their top guy, uh, had some emails with the former executive of the Washington football team okay. where he was feeding him his own stories for him well, to tweak it which would be considered in the journalistic world. Sheila, that's disgusting, or right? There's no character there, right? So it, how much credibility hit did uh, Adam Schefter take? He should be done, in my really? opinion. Absolutely done. Yeah. You know, he is, he is Mr. Exclusive. He is Mr. Breaking News in right. the NFL. Well, now we know how Why? we got some of that Because stuff. you know what? You write it the way you want it, and I'll put it out there for you. What a That's junk. That's absolutely, that's journalistically fatal that's a that's a fail i mean he failed completely as a journalist so that people understand though jim this was actually an investigation of a toxic environment of the ownership daniel schneider of washington's team and in the process going back 10 years they discover this stuff with gruden right who wasn't the head coach he was working he's on an analyst Mm -hmm. right so let's get to the bottom let's get you said that i'd like to cut to the chase and i'm very objective why was he targeted? You know, who there's 650,000 emails. There's you others. don't think there's others. Oh, there but are. But why others. is he the one that is out and gone? Does anyone know? I, I think. I, well, I think he's he he came after he's, Goodell. He's a name. Oh, he's, he was okay. killing but the commissioner of the okay. NFL. He's also head he's coach. Done. He's also head coach oh. in the NFL. He's he's, he's, he's after he's, Roger he's a, he's a face of yep. you know he's one of the face of the NFL. He was anyway. Gruden was Ten, really well, a name. Well, that's a good point, Paul. He came after Roger Goodell. Can't do that. That was the well, death it was more than that, though. More than the Goodell but stuff. He was misogynistic. He, you know, well, yeah, but why? come on, the thing with when he, I mean, no, but I know why? everything is. You have to. They chose chance, which but, ones to show and reveal. But saying the one thing was about lying—that's what he calls that. Come on, I don't know. I think he was doing something horrible, and he got caught. Here's my question: doing So, if an email yeah. is uncovered that was written 15 years ago mm-hmm. and the person has ostensibly changed right do we give them the benefit of the doubt not or do we continue culture. to well, ask them I don't know not, not in this culture, culture. Know, but as human beings it's do a gotcha. we do that we, we, I, I, we live in a gotcha yeah, I, yeah. gotcha today we find out the rolling stones are eliminating oh brown sugar brown sugar Dime. from their concert tour right. song list right because it has some implications of right. Slavery, which I never thought of no. brown sugar as being that, but they caught it. They cut the song. It's retired. Well, they've retired. Just, that well, song. stand up has changed. You know, it used to oh be you could in a comedy club, you could say anything you wanted. Really, that was the last place an artist can just say anything. And now that has changed. You, you, you have to really watch everything you say. Dave uh, Chappelle is under fire. I just right watched now Chappelle's too. show. If you watch the entire show, he really, he's just an artist saying, what he's saying you know really it's not it's i get it people are going to be offended but Chappelle was actually given some thought to you know if you watch the entire show they're taking snippets out and and what about don rickles now he could have never made it it would be interesting i don't know it would be interesting he was so some of these people like lisa lampanelli and people like that now are like the modern rickles 
they have a way, a style of doing something that it just isn't offensive. And some people can get away with have you In seen, a weird way, they can get away with it because well, they're, some of those they're not roasts, offensive. Yeah. Jim, yeah. those roasts oh they do, they're gosh. so scathing oh, yeah. and filthy. Oh, yeah. Who's the woman, the blonde comedian? Um, Amy Schumer? No. Oh, um, I can't, going back. I, I, can't, I do. You, I know you who know you what I mean? Yes, she's she attractive, foul. but she is foul, foul. mouth. She oh, is the most foul mouth. Chelsea Handler? No, it's not Chelsea. Oh, I know who it is because I'm on her Instagram. Um, yeah, I can picture her now. <laughs> you know, I mean, do you remember think. the Sally Wiggin roast? Can you imagine if that would become public? Rough. Oh, oh wow. well, they used I, to have a place, oh. and Paul knows of this, called the Thompson oh Club, where it was absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I hosted, where was that? Was that well, one? women? No, <laughs> yeah, women. Women were asked, "Hey, the show's about to start. You need to leave." Even the waitresses Whoa. were asked it was to a leave because wow. it was so. I still, have, I still have my little poster. I was the the man of the year one year or whatever that was, and boy, Bill Chirpek. I love him. Chirp, I love you. He was so rank at that, they actually asked him not to come back. Wow. I mean, when there were, there were absolutely impressive. no rules. That's impressive. He was so foul. <laughs> so, he was well, so if you're banned from the Thompson Run Club, wow. But back to John Gruden in, in football. So there are those that say, well, if John Gruden's resigning, fired right. for that, what about all the players that have and been in the league who have done physically right. egregious things to women vehicular homicide. how do you feel yes. about that Sheila oh boy that's a that's a hot potato mm. uh, <laughs> this is unfiltered right right yeah okay uh, I, I have an issue with that uh, the fact that he the fact they got passes to, you mean some of these people yes yeah, some of these people so got many. passes absolutely because why do some get a pass and some don't it just is you know the higher the celebrity the higher the status the better the we'll, player will give, we'll sure. give you the pass uh yeah i have a problem with that and, and it should be the same all the way across problem. the board but wait a minute but here's the thing too again do we allow someone to come back 15 years later and change their lives and say I'm not that way anymore. What do we What do we do with that? I mean, are we forgiving as human beings? I think we are. Or do we shoot them down and say the country you're done? Selectively is done. We are that's way. it. You're selectively gone. We're selectively. And here's the point about right. that. Yeah. And I don't mean to take away from what offended means, but no one's ever really, I think, died of being offended or you know been able been crippled by being offended. Mm -hmm. They have forgiven violence against women. Violence, physical violence. This is just saying something that might offend. I have a problem with that. I mean, back in the day, our, our, our good friend, um, and I'm spacing on his name, Dennis Miller, yeah. he said that the reason that we do this is, you know, the sticks and stones will break my bones, mm -hmm. names will never hurt me. The reason we go after the name callers, because it's easy. If we actually dealt with the real problems that were out there, our minds would be blown. So we so take care of the little stuff. What do you think is mm -hmm. going to be the end result? Because they got to sift through, you know, 650,000 emails. Are there others that are going to be called out? It, I it think depends so. who went oh, after Goodell. Be. There have to there's be. A, well, there's a certain standard. They'll choose standard. who they want to get. But yeah. there's a certain standard. These people have to be held yeah. okay, to. Okay, I got to ask you guys, going back through your emails of 20 years, <laughs> right. would anybody uncover something that, that you would be ashamed of? I was always. Well, I know this is a loaded yeah, question. Really. I was always Nothing cautious. Be ashamed of I, Larry looks uncomfortable over here. Work, work you know. emails I knew were seen by everybody. I mean, if you think that you're writing an email at work on a work email site and you don't think every manager, every mm -hmm. boss can see it, you're naive. They can. 
So I was always very careful. Yeah, this is something we have to teach our kids, too. Yes. Yeah, I don't believe I, Mine I, don't get it. I can't think of anything I said that was mean and hateful I'm an equal like opportunity that. offender. <laughs> I, I hate people, and I hope they hate me. So that's, just, that's an easy way to go through life. <laughs> I'm still trying to look for the name of the... Blonde comedian who's going to kill you. He's going to call me at three in the morning. Got it? Whitney Cummings. Whitney. Oh, Whitney. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yes. Have you ever heard her? No, actually, yes. I she she rivals Lampanelli for just being off the cuff. That's funny. Man. Actually, uh, 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 RSS feeder, uh, Feedspot voted uh, No Restrictions, um, number 17 stand up uh, podcast, and Whitney's we're number sitting, one. We're always sitting wow. You guys are yeah. big. We're big. Gosh. We're possibly so big. big. Sheila. Thank you, Sheila. Just, we're big. I'm, I'm for Clemp almost. <laughs> <laughs> so but Whitney's number company. one. Uh, we just have to get a little bit raunchier, is what I'm saying, Paul. Okay. We're going to well, get to number one. No we're Go 17. Right we got, dial Larry, we got to really, we could ramp mean, it up. I'd rather. This is new. This is a new podcast. Not this will be number a, one if that's what it takes to be number no. one. No. We're going to knock off. Although I was unfiltered. Joe Rogan, the number one podcaster in America, made a world. Hundred thousand, hundred eighty million or something. Yeah, whatever he, yeah. he just made some ridiculous crazy. amount of money. He was at the PPG Paints Arena a couple Saturdays ago, mm-hmm. and I find this curious. Was he doing the gingerbread thing? I don't was know. It was eleven thousand people there, and here's the here's the irony: this free speech, say anything right. you want, do this. Right. When you went there, you had to put your phone in a pouch oh. that is locked magnetically, and it you keep your phone with you but it's in a pouch you can't access till you leave and you go over a scanner where it unlocks it wow what do you get those Amy pouches? Schumer did that too I went to her concert you to get a couple of years ago. same thing they the take house. your cell phone I want Paul to, wants when, the when I'm with my kids I want to put their phones in the pouch it's on Airmail magazine so this is a I this is a, a subject we could talk about <laughs> sure but I'm just saying a guy that's talking free speech and all this uh, he's making everyone put his their phones in a pouch I think it's because there's such a tough environment if you just say anything like we were just saying earlier you know it's he wants to really open up maybe you just say one little thing left of center maybe he's worried about it being twisted or taken a different way you could take a snippet of somebody's what somebody's saying you know someone say has they probably said a this, camera they watch the on their lapel or something you kidding me like you can't yeah that's true that. you, that. yeah, you I mean, can't break the rogan so show <laughs> you can break the rogan show fight. see now i'm challenged to go like get some you know thank you, i want to sneak some video thanks of, for giving me some rogan. sense paul thanks for coming today we'd love to have you back as you can see this is just like what we would do anyway sit around and bs so aren't tangents the best yeah, they're like good. You, we, we've been doing they're radio great. a long time, mm-hmm. media a long time. When you go off in a direction that you had no plan to go on, sure, it's, the it's best. always the best. Yeah, I think and we were going to talk about right. the Steelers, the actually, weren't we? <laughs> right. And we'll, we'll come back and talk about that. Paul Alexander, our guest, Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Crenn, Sheila Highland. And it is that time of the year. People love to be scared in Pittsburgh. We're going to talk about haunted houses, housewives, of haunted houses, Ooh. something like that. Something you like, like that, that yeah. Paul? I like that a lot. All right, Paul, will you come back? Settle I just, down now, Paul. No, no, just think of the reason Halloween is the best, the best holiday. <laughs> Women just want to dress so provocative. Hey, not everyone. That's a good point. The I, they do. The nurses not everyone. Do. It's a Paul. fun holiday. Have you ever been? You've been like a But cop. no, trust what, me, what my, daughter, you, my daughter every year, her exactly. Halloween costume, I'm like, are you kidding me? Really? My son's a freshman at Penn State, and I go, wait for Halloween, my young oh. man. The sexy nurse outfit. That's always been my favorite. Free Odyssey download. Download the free Odyssey nurse. No, Larry is the sexy nurse. Uh, (laughs) Episode four. (laughs) 
from 23rd and Vine, East Carson Street. Thank you, Paul. My pleasure. We appreciate you listening to Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Hyland, and we have very special guests here. 23rd and Vine, we want to thank Bob, Lou, and Ray again for letting us hang out at their wine bar on East Carson Street near the Birmingham Bridge. If you haven't been, please check them out. And we have the Haunted Housewives with us, known only as Kathleen and Jen. So you don't want to be identified, right? We're we're okay with that. Are you guys in hiding, huh? Uh, Yes, mostly from our children, because when this... Oh. When this airs, the humiliation that they will feel that I this see. is what their mothers oh, are going to you. will be crushing. Your children have no idea, I think they're believe gonna like me, it. about humiliation when it comes to having a parent do stuff on the air. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, my wife watches a number of the Housewives shows. You know, there's Housewife everything now. I, I, watch, I watch all the show, Housewives. Do you? Orange County. I do. Hollywood. It, we're we're the housewives of Cemetery Lane and thirteen thirteen Mockingbird <laughs> Lane. Cool. We are we are we're, we're you know haunted housewives. So but, what was the genesis for starting Haunted Housewives? Well, it goes back to our kids because our daughters were in they were in the same musical theater program together and they were friends. And one Halloween, they wanted to go to a haunted house, but they didn't trust the walkthroughs they saw on YouTube. Okay. So they asked if we would go and take a sneak peek at some of the haunted knew, houses. They knew we did mm. them when we were younger and we enjoyed them. We had fun at our haunted houses when we were young. So I was worried that everyone was going to be younger than us and we were going to be the oldest people there. I was, I know, yeah, it didn't happen. It didn't happen. There was a lot of, a lot of different ages that go to haunted houses. I was surprised. <laughs> but we went, we started visiting haunted houses to give our kids a preview. Mm-hmm. And what would happen then is they would be sitting in the car behind us on the way home <laughs> while we talked about, oh, did you see that animatronic? And wasn't that set amazing? And that was the yeah. greatest jump scare. And our daughters would sit there with that teenage girl look on their faces. And you could hear the eye rolls behind <laughs> us. Um, and it turned out that... We enjoyed you doing this mm-hmm. even more than they did. Yeah. Good at it. Yeah. Yeah. You were described, you were excited. What, what's yes. your, what's your favorite haunted house in Pittsburgh? Oh, that's, that's a tough question. <laughs> There's so um, many. Go to. Um, places we go every year. Yeah, every year. Uh-oh. We go to Scare House. We go to the basement when it's open. That's, that's a the whole. Basement. In your Where home? Yeah, the Scare one? House basement. Larry's house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty scary down there, but for other reasons. <laughs> <laughs> So um, that's an extreme haunt that they, they haven't done for the past couple years, but they said they're going to open it next year. Okay. Um, it's a, they, they touch you. It's more psychological horror. They kind of mess with you. Really? Yeah. Why do you think it is that people are <laughs> Sheila so... had a look on her face. <laughs> they touch you? She was yeah. look there like, oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> I don't want them touching me. You're so horrible. Like, oh, my God. Well, you can opt out and go to a different yeah. one. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. The, the non-touchless. I'm going to go to the basement. I want the touchless tower of terror. There's <laughs> over 100 haunted houses in Pennsylvania, yeah. 120 really? in Ohio. Yes. There's so many places. So many. So if you want to go someplace that isn't so scary, we have recommendations. Are any of these places actually haunted? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. really? Or, yeah. At least according to the owners, they are. There's um, like where Demon House, 
down in Monongahela, mm -hmm. which it's has a good name this, for a haunted house. By yeah, the way. and Demon House Monongahela. Yeah. <laughs> if I was at a haunted house, I want to be Demon House. <laughs> you didn't see any of them demons in that. Um, so, hey. Yeah, Demon it's, House. It's it's this Demon tiny says, little old house down really? in Monongahela, and. Mm -hmm. The okay. owners claim that there's the demon? stuff there. Mm -hmm. There's they found gravestones on their property when they were renovating it. Really? So yeah. that's something. You know, it's oh. it's really. But why do you think everybody and a lot of people just enjoy the hell out of being scared? Mm -hmm. Why we do is love that? It, don't we? Yeah. Why yeah. is that? Yeah, Halloween is stress relief. Huge. It's, 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 it's a stress so relief. Calm. Yes. I would think it would we be feel so calm. During it, on a certain age. Anyway. During it, maybe. <laughs> Sometimes we stop and go, "Oh my gosh, we're having a heart attack right now." And this is how we die. <laughs> this is where we die, and we're going yes. to become props for the yes. owners. We'll be, just... we'll be the actual ghosts in the haunts. <laughs> have you, you guys ever been afraid of a real ghost at some point going through this? Why this is a real ghost? I have to get out of here. Uh, I don't think real ghosts, just actors. <laughs> just actors doing it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the actors touch you, the ghosts don't, so. <laughs> that, that you know of. Um, yeah, you just that's right. true. Do you really believe in ghosts? Kathleen, Jen, haunted housewives. It's an open question for me. <laughs> You're not sure? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't had... Too many experiences. My daughter has. We went to the West Virginia Penitentiary, and they have a really cool. They have a haunted house, and they have a, a walk that you go on, and you like look for real ghosts. Apparitions. What's, what's the criteria? What makes for a really good haunted house? Besides, maybe it's the obvious. Part of it is design. Mm -hmm. Part of it is when you walk into a room and you can't immediately figure out how to get out or you have to pass way too close to something you don't want to get close to. Part of that is what makes a good haunted house. Um, misdirection, mm -hmm. having scares coming from different places. When you see some huge prop over in the left corner and there's an actor yeah. at your right shoulder. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that, that element of surprise that you didn't know that was gonna be there. Mm -hmm. It's interesting you say you know, there's an actor right there I, I was expecting you to say, and there's an axe murderer right there. <laughs> there's a ghost are. right there. <laughs> there. No, there's an actor. <laughs> well, well, you know, there's an overlap in those categories. <laughs> you know. Axe murderer. Do, you, do you believe in ghosts, Blair? I think? haven't seen any. You believe it? You know, like Doubting Thomas, I got to see it to believe it, mm -hmm. but I'm afraid now that I've said it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to see it. I, I've done shows of some haunted houses in my, in my life. And my grandmother always said, just don't, don't tell God you don't want to see We're very religious. My grandmother mm -hmm. don't want to see it. And I haven't seen it. But uh, there was a book I read, uh, and I interviewed the author, and a, a demon on Bronzeville Road. Bob Cramer had a house yes. that's haunted by a demon. And, and, and I'm reading a book, and uh, I saw a documentary on a haunt, a show called A Haunting. It's mm -hmm. on uh, one of the cable channels. Mm -hmm. uh, but anyway, Father Mike was the priest who did the exorcism. Mm -hmm. Now I do, I go to retreat at St. Paul's here on the south side up on mm -hmm. 18th Street at St. Paul's. And, and you know who is a retired priest who lives there a lot is Father Mike. Yeah. Wow. So I'm there one time and there's a lunch and Father Mike happens to be sitting at my table. And he's open about it. And this is, he said, Father Mike, we're talking. He's, he's a retired, he was, the, he was an exorcist. Wow. And uh, great line though, he retired. <clears throat> I said, Why, why'd you retire? And he said, quote, Jimmy, it's a young man's game. Ooh. 
Man, an exorcist. Yeah, you need oh, energy. By the way, I've been, yeah. I've been in that house. No, you need energy to do that. Yeah, but he, but he, he said that he, he, he told me, wow. you know, things were flying off the wall. I mean, this guy, oh I know this guy. He does not lie. He does not say anything to impress. He's wow. the most honest human being I've ever met. So I believe there has to be something there. He wouldn't have. He's seen stuff. He's seen Did you stuff. say yeah, you've been there? Wow. Yeah. Yes, I actually interviewed there? Bob Cranmer. Okay. I actually had him at my cool. book club, too, talking oh, about good. the book years ago when it first came out. Okay. And then he asked me to do an interview that he was going to put on uh, YouTube okay. about uh, the, the demon on Brownsville Road. Okay. Mm-hmm. First of all, the, the book just... Good. Scared it's, me it, to know it. You can't put it, it down. It really did. So, uh, so he showed me around the house. He showed me the little light switch that yes. had. You explain know, that. Uh, I can't weird. explain what happened to the light switch. And yeah. if you haven't read the book, you have to read the book. But, yeah. Anyway, so we sit down to do the interview. Everything is all set up. It's working properly. And then my mic goes out. It, they couldn't get my mic to work. And Were you it, in the house? I was in the house doing oh the interview with him in the house. Wow. Yeah. You're very great. And, oh my god. And he said, "Oh, this happens all the time." In I would this not house. go in the house. He says the demon is gone, yeah, but it still happens all the time in the house. And now it's a bed and breakfast. Wait. So I want to ask you: Would you uh, would you no. go there and stay the night at, not after at the, Father that Mike Brownsville told me. house? Oh, I'd stay the night. Yeah. Would you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, you, you know what? You should go and stay the it. night and come back and tell us how it was. I if, you, if you survive, yeah. if you make yeah. it out alive. I know. I'm not doing it. It's a young man's game. I'm still getting <laughs> over yeah. Yeah. Father Mike yeah. saying that. It's a young yeah. man's yeah. game. Yeah, yeah, it's a young man's so he's game. He's not the exorcist. Uh, but, but, so I've never met an exorcist. He's an ex- yeah, it's it's a real thing, man. It's exorcisms. Yeah. He said demons are rare. He told me. You know, it's not like a common thing. It's very, very Most of them are like Casper the Ghost. Most are ghost spirits crossing over, whatever. From what he said, but you know, this thing with Bob's house wow. isn't the most common thing. Took about a year to get rid of it, as you know. And, and I'm fascinated. You were in that. What, what was the house like? Did you feel anything when you went in? Did you feel I, weird? I, well, it only felt weird in that I had read the book. And so right. when so I went into the, the you know, the blue bedroom and I looked at the walls where the, the blood had supposed did to you come see down. The, did and, you see oh, the light string? I saw the light string, <laughs> yes, that had wound itself around the, the light bulb. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw it all. I saw it all, and I, cool. I felt I felt fine. Um, I haven't had bad luck since I left the house. Yeah, it's so. not that. It's, it's all, all, all taken care of. <laughs> but I don't think I don't know that I would go stay at the bed and breakfast. I, un- I understand it's a wonderful experience. I bet. So if, if you're <laughs> into that kind <laughs> of thing, you, you ladies, let us know. Let's know. Report back. So as the haunted housewives, uh, how did you get yourselves out there? So you became like this viral thing. We just started. You've seen the Bugs Bunny cartoons and the Roadrunner cartoons where Wile E. Coyote goes right. tearing across a canyon and looks down and falls. Right. And the Roadrunner <laughs> just keeps going. Yeah. Um, we got to this place by not looking down. We decided that we were going to start writing about our experiences mm-hmm. and put them mm-hmm. out there. And I think if we had had the good sense to stop and think about what we were doing, we wouldn't have done it. And by the way, you are excellent writers. I've checked out the blog, The Haunted Housewives, and it, it's it just the writing in itself is just incredible and, and puts you right in the spot. Who, who are you, women? That was our goal. Who so. are you? <laughs> um, well, what's your background, Kathleen? I taught writing at Pitt for several years. Okay. That wow. would explain it. You're a writer. Yeah. Well, that would explain yes, that part of it. And Jen, it. how about I, you? We just, <laughs> I talk a lot. <laughs> what do you do in real life? <laughs> I hey, we have a podcast at, <laughs> you can tell you about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually just work in the radiology department at Mercy Hospital. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. I'm not a tech. <laughs> How often do you go out to a haunted house? Every week? We have been going to like, I know, we have been out, this year we've been doing about five every weekend. Oh, really? So we were, oh, yeah, no. we're on a roll. We're on a roll. We're trying to get to as many as we can. But here's new what ones. I want to know. Okay, That's so a lot you've of been to so many, but yeah. at, what, at what point do you think I'm no longer scared? Or are you always scared? Oh, it gets worse. It's gotten worse. Yes. What do you mean it gets worse? More so much worse. Really? Because yes. we know what we know. can happen yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, like what can happen? Last worse? time, <laughs> what Last time we saw a chainsaw, you know. I got to tell you, I'm in adult <laughs> man and i'm not real cool with those haunted houses it freaks you out it i'm does, not sure yeah. about having chucky with a chainsaw from the rocks <laughs> running around going you. i'm gonna scare yeah. you do not let him touch you <laughs> there's only a few like that no, no I, I i think when we started we would we would walk through and we would appreciate like, wow. the set dressing right. and how that, beautiful but. it was and the effort and now we see somebody with a chainsaw and <laughs> We I tell it out. I go back the way props. I came. She, we went to we went on a haunted trail this fall, where she was surrounded by chainsaws. She turned around and ran through two other groups behind us. I like the haunted like, trail like, idea. That's like pretty she cool. was going so, back yeah, towards I love the entrance. The, the woods at where's, night just adds so much to it. Where's that one? The haunted trail to walk through where's it. That'd be the, so cool oh, to go to. There's several. Really? Um, there's. About an hour outside of Pittsburgh, there's Scary Harry's Haunted Trail. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, the haunted trail that we were just talking about is out in Ohio, out by Cincinnati. It's Land of Illusions, Middletown yeah. Haunted Trail. Okay. Um, Fearfield in St. Clairsville, Ohio, mm -hmm. is another haunted trail. Yeah, there's just there's a ton of things. Do, do you guys fun. know about the zombies of the corn? We have not been to zombies. No. Zombies of the corn is right up north of Cranberry. Check this out. <laughs> So they have a haunted house. Is this a house. new business venture you're starting? <laughs> no, I have no, I have no vested interest. I went there, and they have a hayride, and on the hayride they have paintball machine guns. Wow! <laughs> and you get wait, wait, it's really yes, amazing. This. Now think okay. about this. Okay. So you get a seat. You're in oh. your own seat. You have a gun, a machine gun oh, you that's gun. mounted on the side of this and they're they're like 20 people 10 on each side and they take you out into the cornfield and you are attacked <laughs> by living zombies, zombies yeah. and you get to chucky, show them with aka chucky from the rock do they <laughs> <laughs> see now do they, that sounds therapeutic yeah it sounds great do they climb on the right wagon Wait, too in what way yeah. is that therapeutic no, uh, no i just know, know this okay. well, you know, all right paintballs are zombies that's very so, relaxing <laughs> Think about all of you the know. stuff that's happened this past year. Aren't there times when you just wanted to go outside and shoot a scream? Shoot a zombie. A paintball yes. a zombie. Release yes, your aggression. Yeah, yeah. right, actually. When make you make go make to a haunted dirty. house, you're not only allowed to do this stuff, you're mm -hmm. encouraged. You're nice. supposed to mm -hmm. scream. Yeah. You're supposed to feel fear yeah. and express it. And... Mm. I mean, and this, you know somewhere, somewhere in your mind, you know it's not real. You're not really in danger. Right. But, you know, it's still fun to play. But you know Chuck and the Ross could slip and kill you. Sorry. Call medic. Hit the zombies of the corn and went in. And, and believe me, I didn't want to go in that haunted house. Yeah. And that <laughs> character fired up that chainsaw. Mm -hmm. you hear that? I know. <laughs> You, you're right. Please you don't tell run. my boss I cut you. I'll get fired. <laughs> Please don't tell him. 
I only meant to touch you. Did I you ever this job? I just want to touch you, lady. Sheila. You probably wouldn't because you were in a Sheila Hyler was right. I should never touch nobody. Steve journalist. She won't touch people in a haunted house, but. T- Jimmy, have you ever been saying. invited to, to scare people? Wait, we just to know. I, I, uh, I, I, yeah, I, I was, I was, I had participated in a haunted house thing as a, as a publicity thing, a PR thing. Well, you know, you jump out at some, yeah. When I worked oh. at the country cool. station, when I went away, I worked with Frankie Nicotero, yeah, the comedian, stand up. Jimmy mm-hmm. knows him very well. Yeah. His dad, Sam, was into all this stuff. Sure. Uh-huh. He invited me. To be one of the jump scare people yeah. at a haunted house, and nice. I—I'll t- tell you what—that cool. is fun. Yeah. Yes, yeah, you get to scare people. Yes, I—I mm-hmm. I like that. Mm-hmm. Have you either, either of you, Kathleen, Jen, done that? When I, when I was a teenager, yeah, when I was a teenager, I—I worked at a couple haunted houses. I was—I was screaming girl. Oh, yeah. help me! Oh, help! He's going <laughs> to let them. Yeah. 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 So, is there one haunted house that you would recommend above all others, or even just give us mm. your top two? Oh, yeah. it's just so hard to say because they're so different, and we do enjoy going to different kinds. Like, there's Castle Blood, which is a puzzle in each room, and it's not—it's more like spooky than scary they have a little they have a few jump scares but it's mostly very interactive Mm -hmm. um is that the one in ambridge it's, no, um, it's in Manesson. Yeah. Manesson, I'm sorry. Which Manesson, my phone Manesson. says Monison. Man- so Manesson. I was, I was, I was, I, it says I, you were Monison. Uh, with the ghost hunters, and there was actually yes. there was actually a ghost spoke. An Anthony I'm Mon- not kidding. They had on on my console an EVP thing, which is like they somehow on the tape where they can have it. And a ghost said something. What did the ghost say? I can't remember. It from said Ambridge? something weird. Yeah. yeah. Said, Anthony uh, Wayne? I'm from oh, Ambridge. It made, it made yes. a noise. <laughs> it made a noise. Yeah. And I said something. And then later on, we played it back. And I swear to God, I heard it whispering, you're not funny. <laughs> I swear to God. Oh, that's scary. Oh, yeah, right? The ghost oh. is going in. That's brutal. A heckling Talk about a scare. Ghost. A heckling ghost. Bastards, ghosts, oh. ghosts are hard, hard, hard. They're tough audiences. But yeah, Would you, you said that. Jim, me, share actually. this. This is one of our famous Yinzer cards, thematic. <laughs> yes, we have our, our Halloween card now available at uh, Giant Eagle and Hallmark. Boonat, huh? Get out. Make chip chop ham out of Yinzer <laughs> inside. Happy Yinzer Halloween. So we have our Yinzer cards out, and yeah. our Halloween card is featured. Frightfully oh, I love funny. It. It's under the moniker of frightfully funny. Yes. Check in it your, out. In your stories. And Rob Rogers, oh, our awesome. political yeah. cartoonist partner, Wonderful artist. Get out. does really tremendous that's artwork. Wonderful. He brings it to life. Yeah. And you should check out our uh, Yinzer store, too. Yes. Jim Kren Yinzer Life. Clothing line. Now. We got candy. Come on, man. We are going to have a haunted house next year. We're going to have a zombie room next year. Zombie room. Larry and I are working on it. What's on there? A Yinzer Haunted oh, House. You just gave us a great yes, idea. That's our next year. Yes. That's, that's one of our next projects. We're there. We're, sorry, we support that yes. wholeheartedly. <laughs> yes. Yes, I'm a scary woman. I, I'll, I'll jump out. I will no, be that, part okay. of it. Jim Crenn, Yinzer Life. Give us a couple of your lines. For instance. Just, I, illustrated by Chris Ithan of Ithan USA. We were talking about t-shirts for Pittsburgh inside stuff. So I just came with basic ones like uh, It's Pop Not Soda. Uh, I still call it Star Lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a McKee's Rocks Nine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> things like that. Yeah, so there's like yeah. s- sixty or seven of them. Yeah. We've introduced about twenty on on lines to go to our store, the Yinzerstore.com. Okay. Yinzer mm-hmm. And we have a lot of our cards. We put p- parts of the panels and, and 
you know, parts of the humor on T-shirts and hats and okay. onesies. And also this other store has more one-liner kind of things, like I just stated. So mm-hmm. it's kind of fun. Yeah. Just, just started yeah. about two weeks ago. So well, a lot of fun doing. We appreciate cool. you both taking time to Thank hang you, out ladies. with us a little bit. Thanks for it's having fun. us. Thank you. Kathleen and Jen, <laughs> Haunted Housewives of Pittsburgh. So where can we find, if people are interested, to read more about what you do? You can find us on Facebook, Haunted Housewives with Tish and Lily. You can also go to our blog, which is hauntedhousewiveswordpress.com. Um, we have an Instagram, and we're, we're on TikTok. TikTok to, again, to our, scary. to our children's mortification. <laughs> we're on TikTok, and they're, they, they're, they're, they're begging us, you know, please don't dance. Please, please don't. <laughs> or they just tell us to do things and like, ha ha, yeah, you're doing it right. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, we appreciate it again. Uh, and good luck, Haunted Housewives. Thank you. And Thanks. get out there and enjoy Halloween. Yes. There's yes. So, so many, so, so many great haunted, haunted houses around mm-hmm. here. Pittsburgh mm-hmm. celebrates Halloween like no one else. Read really. all about Halloween. it on their blog. Yes. Episode four, Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Highland, and the Haunted Housewives. From 23rd and Vine on East Carson Street. Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Cren, Sheila Highland from 23rd and Vine, East Carson Street. Want to thank Bob Bazzelli, Louis Caputo, Ray Stefsik, who own 23rd and Vine, a great wine bar. And if you haven't been, come down to Southside, right, Jim? It's the greatest, uh, coolest bar with a nice backyard to the weather's still warm. Come out. They have the nice twinkling lights. It's like you're, seriously, like you're an Italian little courtyard. Little so village. It's really cool. Little village. And serious. Try it. 23rd and Vine. You'll enjoy it. They have Smokey Robinson wine. A lot of great selections. And it's it's a cool vibe, man. One of my favorite places. And, and I once spilled wine over the balcony. I, right that, to where we're sitting The right person is still on, in therapy probably, right? You, right uh, on. Yes. And I don't know that the, the red wine ever came out of we're her gonna start, lady spilled oh. wine on me. We're, we're going to start performing here where we're doing this uh, uh, podcast doing, working on some stand-up stuff Ooh, this should be great third and vines a great room for it this we're already talking about intimate. possibility of new year's eve so we'll let people know when we start to get that together be a lot of fun so thanks to those guys and we also on episode four talked to the haunted housewives of pittsburgh mm-hmm. but our engineer is jim Petolsky, who's a great guy, and apparently, unbeknownst to us, knows a lot about zombies. Jim, I'm a little surprised. You're a zombie aficionado. <laughs> well, we used, to, we used to be involved in Zombie Fest, which we held every year uh, here in Pittsburgh. Um, and, of course, I mean, the whole zombie culture really started here in Pittsburgh. George right? Romero. George Romero, and it was 68 or 69 with Night of the Living Dead. Day, uh, Dawn of the Dead was filmed at uh, 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 Monroeville Mall. And, uh, and Day of the Dead was filmed here. And Tom Savini is from here. Greg Nicotero. Yeah, right. Uh, the great special effects artist is from here in Pittsburgh. And he does. He's behind uh, the Walking Dead television series. Greg Nicotero yes. is the cousin of Frank Nicotero, the mm-hmm. stand-up comedian. And I knew his dad, Sam. And then Greg's dad was a kidney specialist. He's a physician and, and a doctor. It is, is a production house in Los Angeles as well. I, You've I, been there? All the, yeah, when I got to L.A., I'll, I'll hang out and, and, and see Greg uh, when I can or when he's in town and he's not filming. They film in Atlanta area outside of Atlanta. But uh, it's really interesting because you're walking through and there's just hundreds of people just painting look like dead bo- zombies or whatever. And the interesting thing is if you want to go on The Walking Dead to be a zombie, which is like I want to like to do it before it goes off the air. I know they're closing pretty soon, I think. 
uh, the seasons, but uh, you have to go to zombie school. You don't just jump in there, Larry. You got to <laughs> you got to go to zombie school to get on the show to be a zombie. It's like yeah, it's like a day or two. It's not like three years or something of zombie <laughs> it's not school. A four not year like clown school. No, it's not like an undergraduate you know thing. But still, I have to find you for you then. Zombie. My brother Pat had to film zombie auditions in Washington <laughs> County in a barn See? when they did the retelling of Night of the Living Dead. Okay. And Tom Savini. Tom directed Savini directed that. that one. My sister yep. worked on the project. My brother Dave and was a camera assistant. And my brother Pat has this audition tape of local people trying to act like zombies it is one of the most hysterical videos when are we gonna see this i want to know what you the criteria style, is to be a zombie like what do you have to do exactly to get well, a role as a well, zombie certain moves you gotta move your hand like this no i'm just making it. i don't know <laughs> i mean I, yeah, i'm not I, sure what that there's probably was. like ways you have to move and walk like you know but i don't know Greg, i threw my left shoulder up like this i don't know what that means the walking know. dead i usually walk like this after a couple of drinks <laughs> This That's like usually a, what we look like. A zombie is that hang- what you look like coming out of Disney World? Actually, looks like I'm ha- <laughs> when I'm hungover. Been through all I the countries, I look like a zombie combination ghost. But The Walking Dead is a direct yes. result, and Jim, you pointed out that lineage of Greg Nicotero, Tom mm-hmm. Savini, back right. to George mm-hmm. Romero. Amazing Pittsburgh connection. It is, and that show is so popular. My wife's ringtone is the theme from The Walking Dead. 19 million people a week watch it. It's amazing. Yes, you can't get 19 million people to do anything at one time anymore, like the old days. So on Sunday nights, my wife ushers me. You know, She knows, because here's what happens. I got to get up at 3. So she's You're a zombie at 3, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm a real zombie. You you know what to do. The alarm goes off. At three, that's a nightmare in and of itself. And Jim knows this world. Oh, yeah. So walking through, she's watching this show, Sheila, and here's all I hear. (laughs) How many ways are there? How many episodes? How many years has that been on the air, Jim? A lot. Walking Dead. Rick, do you know? I don't know how many. Ten years. Ten years. Rick Dolnak, our actor, who is here to assist Jim and us. Yeah. Have you ever been a zombie, Jim? No. You didn't go to zombie uh, in real life or otherwise? In real life, many times. <laughs> many times in real life. I was actually offered a part in the original Dawn of the Dead, and I turned it down. He turned oh, no. down. He could have been the lead zombie no. of Dawn of the Dead. Did you know that, that Jim? You should have come out fame? to the zombie fest. But I know for, we, oh, held the, Jim, we held the world record for most people dressed as zombies. How many? Uh, it was, I can't remember the exact count. It was 5,000 and change. Where wow. is this? And I actually filmed it. It was at Market Square. I okay. stood on top of a semi truck with my camera and filmed the whole thing. Huh. Which you can see the footage online on my YouTube channel. What's um, your YouTube oh, channel? People want to see uh, that. It's just Jim Patalski. Is it no longer zombie? Did they stop no, it? It, was, it was actually started by a guy by the name of Mark Menold, who had a local TV show called the It's Alive Show, okay. which was very similar to the old Chiller Theater. You know, really bad B-horror movies right. and campy horror. Uh, he kind of filmed it himself. I don't think Mark's, Mark's not doing it anymore, but I remember when, when A&E actually contacted us when they first did season one of Walking Dead. So it was just six episodes. To tap into our mailing lists and the way that we got to people. And, I mean, they actually, you know, researched... Right us and what we were doing uh here in pittsburgh because it all originated from here so in they pittsburgh. stole your zombies no they well <laughs> they stole greg nicotero but uh but you know and greg used to be uh 
I think he was a student of Tom Savini's yes, at one time. Yes, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And now his career is just it's, it's, it's amazing when you watch his lot because he has done all of like Quentin Tarantino movies. So there's pictures of all this Pulp Fiction stuff he's done, and he did the, the famous Gus Freend uh, story uh, from Breaking Bad. That was him that did the explosion scene with him. And there's photos of it. You're like, you're just amazing. What the a work talent. he's done in pop culture as far as like you know that's such an amazing talent thing mm-hmm. and pittsburgh the is the zombie capital of the world sheila yeah, special apparently the ghost capital. capital too sounds like there's a lot of ghosts we're there. i am here. still shocked you were in that haunted house well, i can't you believe know, you went in there uh, you're very brave I, 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 well i never went in after reading that book um it was the, the light of day i wouldn't have done it in in, in the dark still, no you're a journalist but you went i'm for thinking it. we should Dude, we should do a podcast from there. Oh, don't do Wouldn't that, that be, But you know what? Something would happen with the equipment. We'd, That's have, te- too we'd scary. have technical problems. I'm too afraid. How about this? Sheila Highland does a remote. <laughs> yes. You call in for I'm here at the haunted house. Oh, my Demon God. on Brownsville Road and, and pulling the light switch. That book just scared me. It really scared me, too. I was like, <laughs> this is Demon this just can't me. be real. But no, My but wife loves it, those it, horror uh, movies, and I it's hard to watch them. You don't them. like them? I can't watch. I'd rather watch something else. I'm good. I at can't it. watch it when I'm alone. No really? way. Uh uh-uh. uh. I could watch anything but the possess- the possession stuff because I grew up Catholic. And I remember watching The Exorcist when I was a kid. Oh. I was probably too young to see it, like 15 or 16, <laughs> whatever. But I remember going home to my grandmother's house, and my grandma's from Poland, you know. So I go, hey, grandma. And I thought, there's no such thing as, like, you know, demons that could possess you, can they? And he goes, Oh, yes, Sonny. There's a little girl in the village. What? <laughs> it can happen? You Just know, some movies don't stand Bush. the test of time. The Exorcist has stood yes. the test of time. Scariest movie still ever. Watch, yeah, you can still watch it. And, you well, know, you when know Blair's what? head turns around yeah. 360. I, I, for some reason, I still, to this day, thanks to The Exorcist, I go. can't eat pea soup. No, you get right there. That's a good point. <laughs> pea soup isn't scary also. <laughs> Maybe it's because you just yes. don't like it. I'm not kidding. I actually <laughs> met Linda Blair. No. Yeah, she came to the television station, cool. KDK TV. Did she flip? And it was around. She was, she was really nice. But yeah, it's one of those things in life where she's always going to be that girl from The Exorcist, no matter what she's ever. She done never since. could top like, that role. Never like Marsha Brady. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I met Marsha Brady. Yeah. You're pretty much that. And they yeah. always said she was a real, you know what? Because. She had an attitude. She thought she was like really the best Brady, the Meryl Streep of Brady's. She was Marsha. Hmm. So I mean, Marcia. Yeah, yeah. she was kind of the king. And then one of the oddest things I ever did in TV with TV people was the Harp and Fiddle in the Strip District has every year a crazy St. Patrick's Day party, right? Right. They asked me. TV said, "We need you to go down. They have a special guest that they're going to introduce." I'm like. Who is it? It was the Beaver. No, wait, oh. Jerry Mathers. You met Jerry Mathers. Oh, the Beaver. not only yes. met Why Jerry Mathers. Why are you Mathers? name dropping like this now on me? I, I am so jealous. You met the oh, Beaver. The I, Beaver. You never told me this in all these years. No, you held it, kept it, this from me. It's like a flashback. She, I, can I do my Beaver impression? I never get to do it. Go ahead. She Wally, you can be real creepy. You know. Thank you. That's it. It's really good. Many, that is it, good. I, well, that's perfect. Not many people. Eddie Haskell, you don't get do calls. You do Eddie? I, can't, eh, I could do a little bit of wall. I can't be a little bit of wall. But Beaver's the main one, though. Gee, well, you could buy you some of your Arabian Nights. Is this close? <laughs> that's pretty good. And the yeah. facial expressions, if so, only you could see them. So we go to the My, strip. I'm, I'm in awe of you that you met you, him. You like the beef. I, I, I couldn't, wouldn't be able to speak. It's, it would be like meeting De Niro for me. And isn't he like 92 now? <laughs> yeah, he's still yes. around. I see his picture. It's like, oh. <laughs> I but, meet the Beaver. So that night, 
I get up in front of this crowd. And this is it. this is for the six o'clock news. Then you I was the weather guy, and they always send a weather guy to do this goofy things back. Why was then. the yeah. Why was the Beaver St. Patrick's and Beaver? What's the connection? Mather. I guess he's Irish. Oh. Mathers, Mathers, Jerry Mathers, yeah, a little stretch. Mathers, Irish. Okay, I don't sure. Know. Anywhere to get him. Get the Rick, Beaver. Jim. The Beaver was available. So I do this big buildup, and I didn't say his name yet. So I saved it. I said. Ladies and gentlemen, and the place was packed. I said, the beaver. And he walks out. Jerry Mathers. Craig, it, they go it crazy. Could have been, it could have been Mick Jagger. They, they it's went, bigger than Mick Jagger's the beaver. It went absolutely Eric. insane for the beef. I don't want to name drop on you back. I really don't. Is this a name but I know back. the PR person for the beaver, my friend Marianne. So there. Marianne Miller. No, no, my other friend Marianne. And I'll tell you, Marianne can get, I think we can get the beaver on the show is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah. Because I wanted to meet the beaver so badly. She knows. But I I mean, it'll be on the phone. The beaver, you just don't just meet the beaver. You don't just (laughs) walk in on this. You don't walk in the beaver. You got to go through channels. People. I've heard that. You don't just meet them. I mean, Larry, that's what I'm saying. Larry just met the beaver. I walked in and I was hanging with the beaver. That's like going up to Punxsutawney and, cool. and, and meeting Phil. Which was real cool, too. And, you know, I had a great, great idea for the pirates, for Phil, and they just didn't bite. You know, the batter's <laughs> eye out beyond center field where they have the shrubs that spell out pirates. Okay. Why not? As a promotion, you get the Pennsylvania Lottery because they have the second most famous groundhog Right? right, Gus. Exactly. That's it. Gus. You know his name. Yeah, Gus. Knows Gus. Here's yeah. what you do. You get the Pennsylvania Lottery to sponsor this, and you put up a replica of the Gobbler's Knob stump hmm. where okay. they pull Phil out every February 2nd. Every time a pirate hits a home run, Phil comes out of the stump, and he can hold a scratch off. Oh, my God. That's a brilliant idea. I love that idea. And it, it, and it, it might on... and it might happen once a year. I, I was waiting oh, for that. I was, I was thinking no. Oh, I was I'm thinking so of that joke. I was waiting for you to do oh. it. And uh, I gotta tell you right now, I said we break open a bottle of smoky wine and we flush this idea out, buddy. Think about it. We get this down. It's a good one. It's a genius idea. Every once in a while, once a month, Larry comes up with a brilliant one. That's, this one you were it. sitting on on me give and now you bring pirates. it out. Well, you were gonna give it away? I was going to give, give the that pirates. away. That's gold. No, yeah. That's a given gold away. I'm going to try to negotiate that deal. I, I at least get a couple lottery idea. tickets. Wouldn't that be exactly. every time a pirate would hit a home I'm run? Liking they'd it. show it around the country. I'm in. Yes, they would. Larry, you don't have to and sell then, me on and then, then maybe I'm, they could fill the seats at the stadium. Well, well here's here's the one bonus we're going to add. Okay. More. Phil comes out, or Gus. <laughs> you really thought this Wearing through. a Jim Crenn Yinzer Life t-shirt. <laughs> yes. Now, oh, now yes. I've already thought this through, Larry. <laughs> I thought this through, Larry. Right? <laughs> and the t-shirt's different. It. Every game every, is a different t-shirt. Every game is a different saying. Okay. I like it, Larry. Every once in a while. You come you're, up with the You're boom, just, yeah, ideas. such an idea guy. All right, before you we really are. Uh, yes, Larry does he. close out episode four, any takeaways from your Disney trip celebrating 50 years of Disney World? I've decided that I'm going to wait for the 75th celebration to go really? back. Yeah, I, yeah. After three times, I, and I really loved it. And I, I love Disney, but it, it's just it's just too much. It was overloaded. Yeah, I can't. Believe I went to three parks in one day, though. So I did the park hopper. It was just too much. Larry's the most humble guy because one, he met Beaver. Doesn't tell me, and I've known all these years. <laughs> Two, he's been to Disney 24 times. I thought I had something going on 12 times. He doubled it which is pretty impressive. Um, so that's kind of cool. 
But Disney, you put that song in my head, it's going to be in it all day. It's that, a small, small world. world after I can't all. stop it. It's in my head. It's, it's a small world. world Everyone's going to be mad. It's singing this. Oh, yeah. It it's, doesn't go I, away. It's a torturous little song. Isn't oh, it's it? horrible. Wretched. That, and do they still have that right? Yes, they yeah, do. Yeah, they do. Oh. They refurbished it oh. and nothing yeah, I changed. I my little niece on, yeah. oh. It's a rough, rough one. You got anyway, uh, episode four Larry Richard Unfiltered with Jim Crenn. And Sheila Hyland, don't forget Jim Crenn, no restrictions. Now with Paul Alexander. Yeah, Paul. That's impressive. Great guy. And we want to thank, again, the guys here at 23rd and Vine, East Carson Street, near the Birmingham Bridge on the south side. Check them out. Thanks to the man who turned down a starring role in a zombie film, Dawn of the Dead, Rick Dolnak. You may see him somewhere else. And Jim Petulski, our engineer. Jim, we can't thank you enough for all you do and have done. And thank you, Jim. I didn't realize Jim. Jim was such a zombie follower either. So yeah, this is stuff. You can check it out. The free odyssey app. It's really easy. Once you download it, you can click, get right to the podcast or go to kdkradio.com. Incidentally, real quickly, it's not odyssey. It's odyssey because people were like, oh, I couldn't find it. Yeah. O-D-Y-S-S-E-Y. Our company yeah. spelled it. A U D A C Y. Yeah, I just wanted to make that clear. That's good. No, that's because a good point. People were like, I couldn't find it anywhere. We said the same thing when they did it, and now that we see it, mm-hmm. you just kind of forget about. It. Other people might be able to find it. Good point. So, good thank point. you, Jim. Thank you, Larry. Now I know I haven't found it for three weeks. Now I figured <laughs> it out. You see, I'm getting a lot of answers today. Gee, Wally. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Larry. Really. All right, that's a wrap. Episode four. We appreciate you lending your ear.